Episode. We've got a great one coming up for you. It'll be, hopefully it's even better than the first episode. And you can find out what, how the tournament went. Yeah, exactly. So in uh, this episode, Wrong Side of the Maelstrom, we're going to talk about some hobby progress. We're going to have a section on rules lawyering. Specifically, can you jink while overwatching? Something that came up during the tournament. Uh, then we're going to go into depth at the, term, the doubles Highlander tournament at X Games in Mississauga. We have a quick Warhammer and, Warhammer and Whiskey segment. You've been hitting the whiskey already, good sir? Uh, no, not yet. <laughs> I, I, I had a beer as soon as we got home. That's but, it. <laughs> yeah. A grapefruit rattler. Should have started the day with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> a good breakfast. Yeah. That might have made the tournament go down smooth. <laughs> so, uh, Warhammer. Don't give it away. <laughs> okay. Warhammer and Whiskey segment. And then uh, we're going to have a section on Beyond the Rim on uh, X Wing because I recently got Jay hooked on that game. I, um, I have found a new obsession. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we're going to have a conclusion. So don't go away, because we'll be on the wrong side of the mail. So, Jay, it's only been a week since we last recorded, mm-hmm. but uh, it looks like you got a lot done. So, Well, I think I had a really big task ahead of me. Yeah. I think my eyes were... A lot bigger than uh, my appetite <laughs> was. And your paintbrushes yeah, appetite. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Um, but I still got a lot done. Because mm-hmm. um, if you haven't listened to the first episode, I started playing again about four months ago. Decided to play Tau. You know, been slowly building and trying not to just like dump a whole bunch of cash into it right away. Yeah, you got about 1,200 points total right now. Now I do, now I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that was a few additional purchases for this tournament. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a Riptide and stuff. So my goal was to get us everything... With at least three colors for yeah. the tournament. Yeah. And uh, I got pretty close, except for the Crisis Suits, the Hammerhead, and the Riptide. Yeah. Uh, which I based, and the Hammerhead got uh, its first layer. Well, two layers, really. Two layers, like I guess. A base say, on yeah. layer, I guess. And uh, yeah, the Riptide. Everything is like, those are just based. But I painted a squadron of Pathfinders. I finished doing a squadron of uh, crude, and I started on my ethereal. Well, they're not finished, but they're base-coated. They're base-coated. Yeah. yeah the the ethereal's looking really I good. I spend way too much time on my models. <laughs> well, we all could learn. Yeah. <laughs> learn from you, your example. Yeah. And I, uh, for next week, or the next two weeks or whatever, mm-hmm. I want to uh, hopefully finish, finish the ethereal, and then maybe I'm going to start doing more detail on all my models instead of... Uh, Moving on to the crisis suits yeah. and stuff. So let's talk about your airbrush because I've I haven't been sold on them, and he told me to get one, but like just watching you work at it kind of blew your mind. Yeah, like, okay, that's well, a good way to put it. Well, I don't have a good airbrush. I want to get a good airbrush, but before I kind of invested the money in it, mm-hmm. I wanted to get an idea of how it worked. So I ended up buying the tester little starter package that they have at uh, Michael's right I got it at Michael's I'm yeah. sure they have it at other places as well but it was cheap it was only like 25 bucks 
and it came with like a caravan aerosol, um, the spray gun, and like some cleaning tools, and like they little tester pots. Yeah. That you could put your own paint in and mix mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, for super cheap, it does the job. It's actually what kind of killed the other night of painting because I ran out of aerosol yeah, while yeah. I was mint painting. But it's all good. I'll probably pick up another can, or I might just invest the money and get a better one. A better one, yeah. Nice. Uh, yeah, just, I mean, I always hear people talking about the smooth coat of an airbrush, and mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, whatever, I can just do it with a brush, but, mm-hmm. like, looking at your stuff, it's up close, it's like, okay, this should The airbrush actually gets a nice, smooth, so long as you get that consistency right yeah. in the paint, which takes a little bit of practice, but you get it pretty fast. Well, like, I look at one of my vehicles, and after two coats of red, it doesn't look nearly as nice. Mm-hmm. It's like a smooth red from, uh, from an airbrush, yeah. Yeah, so I think, yeah, I mean, 25 bucks at Michael's, it's pretty cheap, so... And like I said, I was still learning how to use the airbrush, so I probably wasted a lot of aerosol yeah. when the can had gotten too cold so the paint wasn't flowing properly. I would like keep spraying trying to fix it. Yeah. I'm sure I could have based the whole, my whole army yeah. for that one can. You came up with a bit of a solution, though. Oh, yeah. Well, I read online there was a good trick that um, if, you ha- if you're going with aerosol cans instead of a compressor, um, put your aerosol can in like a bowl of just like room temperature water mm-hmm. and that tends because the aerosol can will get colder and colder yeah and that'll just keep it not warm water but uh just room temperature water mm-hmm. but it'll keep it uh i guess warm <laughs> yeah it won't freeze yeah. up on yeah. you yeah okay cool uh yeah your stuff's looking awesome i like the you keep mentioning to me how the ethereal you're not doing like the chest guard like the gw model but like having a bare chest on the skin yeah, yeah i think so. well, he has no save man yeah, <laughs> not wearing armor. <laughs> so yeah, it looks cool. It looks a bit more uh, tribish. They're like tribal. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. Right, and but also of... regal as well. I feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a good yeah. mix. Yeah. And how about yourself, man? So uh, after last episode, I went and picked up the man. I'm drawing blank. The jet fighter for the Dark Eldar mm-hmm. Razor. I want to say Razor Wing, but I feel like that's wrong. Razor something. I feel. Like yeah. Anyways, uh, it's been a long day. So, <laughs> um, so first, in one night after I bought it, I built it, uh, primed it black, mm-hmm. and then got the first coat of red on it. Mm-hmm. And then last night before the tournament, I got purple and green on it, and a second coat of purple, green, and silver, and a second coat of red. So got it up to three color minimum, looking pretty good. It's like so the base hall's red, and then like the fins are purple, mm-hmm. and then all the um. I guess gemstones or like the little bulges, those are all green. And then all the weapons and stuff is silver. Yeah, so. you should put a nice uh, like gloss varnish over those, over all the greens, over all yeah. the gems. It'll give a nice. Uh, well, I, do, I make, yeah, I do. Like, pop out real. Yeah. Like if you look on my other, uh, some of my other stuff, like the pods or like the sort of like the ammo bulges on mm-hmm. the splinter weapons, those are all green and they. So it's like. I've got an old can of Dark Angels green that I use, and then I wash it, and then just put a little highlight of the bright mm-hmm. green, yeah. like just a dot. So it looks, yep. and it looks really good because it's kind of got this weird, uh, sh- like I don't know, like um, like sort of water effects. I guess. Oh I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I can't think of the word. Cool. So yeah. Uh, no, it looks cool, man. Yeah, it's looking good. I'm not sure about the purple. On the no, front. I like the purple on the front though as well. Well, it matches the back. Yeah, I guess so. I feel like it might be too much. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> uh, I also got my Archon, uh, all the base coating done, so all the basic colors on there, and I got my Incubi, all the 
base and all the washes, and I started highlighting a few of them. Oh, and I even started working on the scourges last night. Yeah, that's right. I kind of gave up, like, after two months. <laughs> it's like half of them. You're pretty in the bag. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> half the squad has some red on it. Like, two and a half models of red on them. And what are your, uh, what are your goals coming up? Uh, so tomorrow, I'm thinking of swinging by my local store in Windsor, because I'm heading back south. Picking up some Harlequins. And I like doing the single character figures, so those will probably get done pretty fast. Mm -hmm. And I want to finish up the NQB and Reaver Jet Bikes, because I've got like two Reaver Jet Bikes that aren't done. Yeah. Oh, and I ordered a third one, because I, I had five of the old school models, and I picked up a sixth. Someone even commented today at the tournament on yeah. your old school Reavers and how they wish that they could have. Oh, I think they look great. They're, I mean, a lot of the old... Dark Elder Malls kind of are pretty shitty, like the Warriors and the Witches, mm -hmm. in my opinion. And the the vehicles aren't great, but like the Reavers, I really like, and the I like the new NQB a lot better. But the old NQB still have like a really good charm to it. You know, I have a belief that the reason there's not a lot of Dark Eldar players is because that classic third edition Warrior looked like absolute garbage. Yeah, oh, it no, looks no. so bad, and anyone coming into the game would never pick playing that skinny guy. Oh, with, yeah. with an awkward shaped head and spikes coming out of his well, helmet. Also, you know? like the third edition codex that lasted for three editions yeah. or whatever was pretty bad. Mm -hmm. I think it was eleven years before they got a second codex. Yeah, yeah. And then the awesome fifth edition codex came out. And may it rest in peace. <laughs> That's garbage. Seventh edition, not uh, bitter. Was there um, anything else you want to talk about? Yeah, so just work on the Incubi and some character figures. So I'll be able to run, I've got the Solitaire race, I'll be able to run the um, Hero's Path formation for mm -hmm. the uh, Harlequin, so I don't need to run Unbound anymore. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sweet, I huh? think so. I might pick up some Scourge. No, I'm going to play Scourges with Haywire, proxy those for a little bit. Oh yeah, you're talking about changing up the weapons, yeah. That seems like yeah. a good idea. Yeah, because I don't, I don't have enough tank busting. I need. Oh, that's the other thing. I need to finish my Ravagers because I've got. I've <laughs> you got you, so you basically have to paint your whole army. That's not. That's no, I, no. I want to build the yeah. finish building because I have two half built Ravagers I've been using for like three months. Mm -hmm. Like I spent a weekend working on, them, then I just stopped. Mm -hmm. And I think one I was going to do them both uh, disintegrators, but one I think I'm going to do dark lances. Sure so, enough. yeah. I also want to mention Age of Sigmar has got all this crazy stuff coming out. Which a lot of the Sigmarite stuff I want to use for Blood Angels Terminators. Mm -hmm. I have a special division that's like the honor guard of my chapter master. That'd be cool. Yeah. So eventually I want to get the starter set for Age of Sigmar, which probably means I'll start a Chaos. <laughs> 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 Just convert those guys to like cultists and um, the not Bloodthirsters, uh, Berserkers. Cool. Yeah. And the new terrain for Age of Sigmar looks awesome too. I want to get some of that. Speaking of terrain, we actually had the tournaments today. Yeah. Saw this awesome, uh, they had like these, it looked like branches kind of, like giant trees that had been broken. And uh, we're like, oh, I have such an awesome swamp they, map that you got. Yeah, Where they did you like, get that terrain from? Yeah. And it's a pet store for an aquarium. Yeah, it's just like those uh, branch, I guess, like broken they, logs and stuff. Yeah, they look like swamp, like giant, picture giant swamp trees from like a science fiction movie yeah, with yeah. the root structures as big as a regular yeah. tree like coming out of those swamps. And the terrain is nice and heavy too so you don't yeah. got to worry about it sliding around. And I guess it probably comes pre Tipping over was, yeah, and it probably comes pre-painted as well. cheaper than GW. What <laughs> did we say? It's like, oh yeah, you can get that 20, 30 bucks at a hobby yeah, exactly, store. for one giant piece of scenery. Or GW would release it for a hundred. Mm -hmm, so. Yeah, so, you know, aquarium terrain at pet stores. Yeah, especially or like garage sales. I could see people getting rid of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've thought about that before, but I forgot about it until today. Take a quick break and we'll be right back with the rules. Yeah.
back, and this is our segment on rules lawyering. So, I guess when you got back into the game, Jay, I looked closely at the jink rules, and I thought you could not jink during Overwatch. Mm -hmm. But then today at the tournament, someone corrected me on that. Unfortunately, they corrected me after I ate a bunch of Overwatch with my jet bikes. Yeah, he decided, he let you do it. Didn't mention... Didn't mention to you, yeah. but decided to pull the rule out when it was his turn. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, it, I should have known, I guess. Yeah. So we're going to look in-depth here and break it down. So I'm going to start by reading the Jink rule. So when a unit with any models with the Jink special rule is selected as a target for a shooting attack, you may declare that the, it will Jink. The decision must be made for any to hit rolls have been made. If the unit Jinks, all models get a 4 plus cover save, yada yada, and they can only shoot snap, fire snapshots. Everyone knows the latter part. Mm -hmm. Now here was the problem though. Yes. Was whether or not in Overwatch... If you're selecting a target. Yeah, so that's where I picked it out, because, like, uh, when they're selected as a target for shooting attack, you may declare it a jink. Yeah, so you kind of so, think if a unit is being charged by another unit, it's not really selecting to shoot it's it. It's just, just on, shooting It's automatic. It. Yeah, yeah, they're being charged, so they're going to fire at them. Yeah. So we'll turn to the... I guess if someone's following along at home, the jink rule is on page 167. And the charge subphase is on page 45. So resolve overwatch, which is the second step. Yeah, second step in the charge subphase. So as soon as the charge has been declared against one of your units, that unit can immediately fire overwatch at the would-be attacker. Doesn't have to, but it's a good idea. An overwatch attack is resolved like a normal shooting attack, albeit one resolve in the enemy's assault phase. Excuse me. And he uses all the normal rules for range, line of sight, cover saves, and so on. Uh, unlike a shooting attack, can, it cannot cause morale pin checks, snapshots only, can only fire once per turn. Uh, Overwatch restrictions, if it is worth noting, pointing out that units that are locked in close combat cannot fire Overwatch, we can assume that other events have their full attention. Okay, but there's a key part in there. So, an Overwatch attack is resolved like a normal shooting attack. Yeah. That's what you want to pick up? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, let's turn to page 30, the shooting phase. Okay, so the first shooting phase... So because you are following a normal shooting attack. Yeah, it's resolved like a normal shooting attack. Yeah. So nominate, you shoot, pick what unit's going to shoot. So, yeah, exactly. It's going to be the unit that's being yeah. charged. Choose a target. Now that is the point. Yeah, so are you choosing a target? Because you automatically are... The unit that is selected is automatically the one that's charging, so you could make the argument that you're not choosing because there's no choice. It's done automatically, which mm -hmm. is how I read it. But I think if you're following it like the shooting phase, mm -hmm. you designate the unit that's shooting, you designate the unit that's being charged, Yeah, and then you select the target. You're selecting... Which yeah, just because it's automatic, it's still being selected. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then they can declare it over. So as the rules, like on paper, state. Yeah. So rules is written, they can jank. I think mm -hmm. that's pretty clear. Yeah. And like GW's rules are so bloody ambiguous. <laughs> like, so, but probably on purpose, too. <laughs> well, maybe. A anyway, like, so you can jink it being shot. And I think rules is intended. It makes sense. Picture, like, Jet bikes charging in against space marines, bolters blazing, jink, mm -hmm. they're jinking back and forth. Yeah. Like hammer of wrath into them. It makes sense. Yeah. So, yeah, I think our ruling is rules is written, 
they can jink during Overwatch, and rules intended, they can jink during Overwatch. I think so. I think you just you got to yeah. look a bit more in depth to actually pick it up. Yeah. So after looking at it step by step, it seems pretty straightforward. But hopefully, well, not hopefully, but I'm sure someone else made the same mistake yeah. we did, and now they know the rest of the story. <laughs> Good job, lawyer. Yeah. Thank you. Paralegal in training. <laughs> Whatever. Yeah, thank you. Next up, we're <laughs> going to uh, talk about the tournament. So, tournament overview, doubles Highlander, Labor Day weekend, Planet X. I think it's X-Planet. X-Planet. <laughs> <laughs> A store in Mississauga on Dixie Road, just south of 401. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's really slow. We got there fast too. Fast in Toronto. Well, it was a Saturday morning, right? It's, yeah, you're not getting that uh, that workday traffic. Yeah. So yeah, I think from Young and Lawrence, we got there in I don't know, under half an hour. Yeah. So uh, got the tournament started not at ten. We got there at like yeah. 9:30. By the time registration started, I think it was around just just after ten, maybe ten thirty. Yeah. So format of the tournament: three games, first, second, and third, plus best painted with the prizes, got store credit. Um, all the missions were Maelstrom of War, like various Maelstrom of War missions. I really, I liked that they did that. Yeah, that was, what, like, it's Highlander. So, so for mm-hmm. anyone who doesn't know, Highlander is supposed to be, there can only be one. So you can only take one of each unit, yeah. with the exception if you take every troop choice you have, they are no longer restricted you to need, one. Yeah, you're so... Yeah, so, um... We to let's quickly go over lists again, I guess. Yeah, so I'm playing Tau, obviously. Um, I took, uh, if I can remember exactly, I took an Ethereal, two Marco drones. It wasn't a very marker, it wasn't a marker like heavy no. army. I had three. Um, but my role was to be the anti air and stuff like that if we faced Anti air and anti tank yeah. was your big thing. So the Ethereal, two Marker drones. Um, then I took a Riptide with no feel, I didn't take the stimulant injector. Yeah. I took Velocity Tracker and the Early Warning Override, which gives me Skyfire and Interceptor. Mm-hmm. Um, then I took a Crisis Suit Team with Missile Pods, Fusion Blasters, and a and Sergeant. Kind of like sure. a buff Sergeant. He yeah. didn't have any weapons, but it gave them... Uh, re-rolls. And re-rolls, the no cover. cover, and then the thing that lets you pick, okay. like, the Tank Hunter or Monster Hunter or whatever every turn. Yeah. Uh, took a unit, two units of Fire Warriors and a unit of Crew, because I only have the two troop choices. I could take an additional troop choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I took a unit of Pathfinders, but not for the marker lights. I took them for the Rail Rifles. Um, that's Strength 6, AP1. Rapid, uh, rapid fire, fire, which so, is the important part. Yeah, which did a lot of damage later in the yeah. games. Um, and then I took uh, Long Strike. And a hammerhead with the railgun submunition rounds. And I think that was my room. Yeah. Uh, so I took a HQ Archon, kitted up for close combat, Dijon Blade, Shadowfield, Soul Trap, Haywire Grenades. Mm-hmm. He's riding in a Venom with an extra Splinter Cannon with a uh, squad of NQB, three regular NQB, and then one model upgrade to a Clavex, who I just remembered had Rampage, and I didn't use that the entire tournament. <laughs> um, but at least you remembered to roll feel no pain. Yeah, Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> Uh, troops choices, I had one five-man warrior unit, no upgrades, and then I had a ten-man witch unit and a raider with a night shields and dark lance, and the witches were just kitted out for combat, so hecatrics with agonizer and haywire grenades, and then one each of their witch special weapons, which like re-rolled a wound, re-rolled a hit, etc. Uh, six jet bikes with, uh, two cluster caltrops, which gives them d6, six hammer wrath hits 
at strength six with rending. And they pretty deep. What did they I did pretty six strength six. Yeah. Yeah, they did pretty well. In the yeah, two. times two because there's two of them. Yeah. And then heat lances, which is strength six AP one lance melta, and they then have splinter rifles on top of that. Then I took the razor wing jet fighter. I think that's what. It's that's called. what it's called. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> two dark lances. And then missiles, one strength six, and the other one is fleshbane. Which next time, just I'm doing all fleshbane. Those things were bad. Yeah, that bomb, that uh, fighter, wrecked house in yeah. a few games. And also at night shields in case I need to drink. Mm -hmm. And heavy sport talus with tread. So, and he was pretty good too. And those are thousand pointless as well. I yeah. don't know if we said that before. Yeah, sorry, thousand points each, and we're paired up. Mm -hmm. And uh, we only had one warlord per team, so we took the archon because. But we mainly took it for the one. Uh, Warlord trait you have where you're allowed to re-roll seize for a seize the initiative. Yeah. Well, I mean, he also gets like a lot of all his other stuff's like huge boosts. Good as well, like yeah. Rage, yeah. hatred, yeah. fearless. Mm -hmm. And the fact that I was running the ethereal as my HQ, yeah, kind of made it pointless for some. Of, like, I really like that uh, move three d six. If I'm using the buff manner with marker drones, yeah, I like using that the three d six. Hopefully, getting that one. Yeah. Um, one thing that was weird is the. Dedicated transport rules. So I'm not quite, I never got the full story how this worked out, but apparently for your troop choices, there were no restrictions on dedicated transports. So there was a Blood Angels player running three draw pods with tactile squads in them, and a, a Dark Eldar player running, somehow running four Venoms. Instead of running. I, a like raider. a raid, yeah, yeah. A, like it would make sense if it was like, okay, I run a Venom and a Raider, and now my. The rest of my troops can just take that. Yeah, like, does the dedicated transport class... Counts as a troop. Count, like, does that count as its own, like, unique, where you have to fill out every single one that you can, every type that you can have... I don't know. ...before you can take another of the other one, or can you that, just, That's how I would have assumed. That's how I would have assumed it was. Because, um, I put up a question, because I was originally, instead of the jet fighter, it was going to run, uh, like, another elite in a Venom, so mm -hmm. I'd have two elite choices in a Venom. And a, a raider in the troops, and they said, no, you can't do that. I'm like, okay, well, I'll just take the jet fighter, which turned out to be really good. Much better than yeah, the Axe. Yeah, much better than the Axe, yeah. But then, you know, we show up and guys unpacking four Venoms. I'm like, what the hell? Well, so, it also seemed like someone might have actually broke the Highlander format in general, but whatever. Yeah. We were all having fun. Oh, yeah, it was great tournament, great guys, but... Yeah. Well, um, uh, you want to get into the games? Yeah, uh, let's talk about game one. So the first team that we were paired up against, I think they were called... Little sticks? Lucky sticks. Lucky sticks, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a Dark Angels and a Orcs alliance. Yeah, so like Orc Speed Freaks, so they had a big unit of bikes with a mech and a knob. And that, uh... A, this Forge World special character on a bike. I don't know what his name is. No, he's but he's from. awesome, man. He looks so cool. Yeah, no, he fantastic model. Yeah. Bullshit rules. <laughs> yeah, you were talking well, about that. Yeah, I, I ran an Apocalypse game where someone used him to give... Uh, in green tide, like a five up cover save, and then shrouded. Oh, like a hundred miles. Yeah, so you have it was a hundred orcs with either three up or two up cover yeah. save. It's like fuck you. <laughs> so that's that's why I hate the character, and I think he's he, he's like multiple editions out of date. Like yeah. that fourth world book came out, I think fourth edition, mm -hmm. maybe fifth at the latest. But that wasn't the army in the Alliance. No, fuck Dark Angels. Yeah, fuck Dark Angels, man. <laughs> God damn it. That, uh, form, he was fly flying a special formation. So it was like a Raven Wing attack force or something. So in his army, he had a unit of... Oh, I should have finished talking about the orcs. Yeah. So in a battle wagon, he had a Mega Knob squad. In another battle wagon, he had... Tank horses. 
Yeah, except it wasn't a battle. I was like a four drop yeah, battle, right. and a unit rots in the back line. I think yeah, just hold an objective back there. Yeah. Yeah, and um, so Blood Angel, not Blood Angel, Dark Angel's guy, unit of Deathwing Knights, no, Ravenwing Knights. Sorry, so bikes with plasma guns, turn the plasma guns. Sam actually fucked up. My yeah. rip died. First turn. First turn <laughs> killed the rip died, yeah. yeah. Uh, Sam Isle, which is a special character on a jet bike. Three land speeders with like tons of guns around the land speeder that gives everything shroud. And then a unit of basic bikes with grav guns. And yeah, like attack bike as well. Yeah. <laughs> which was like the only thing we killed. Yeah. <laughs> but the problem that I had with the formation he was running was that the way he kept everyone so close together, he was giving. Two plus cover saves, re-rolling. Yeah. For, like, his whole team, almost. Yeah. So it's like, you, there's no way, you, anything you shoot at him, which, unless you have ignore cover, which I think I have, like, one or two weapons in my army, and you don't have any, unless you have flamers. No, I didn't have anything. And I guess flamers my, would... My flamers are good. strength three. Yeah. I might have a strength four one, but... Oh, I guess there's a Void Raven Bomber that is something good. But, like, I, I don't own any of the models. Yeah, yeah. Like, that can do stuff. Oh, strength three liquefier guns, we're on six, great. Yeah. yeah. It was, so it was a really hard... It, but you know what? It was a tournament army. Yeah, and, and then the question was whether he broke the Highlander rules with some of the units he was taking in the formation. I, I don't know, because I'm not sure how the formation works, but, like, he didn't have multiples of any of his units, yeah. unless the land speeders counted, but I think they were all one unit. So. Yeah, they were all one squadron, yeah. Yeah, so someone was saying that it broke the Highlander rules, I'm not sure. I think Ford Venom was broke it, but... Well, they ended up coming in third place, so it wasn't like they... Absolutely yeah. wrecked house, yeah. right? But this army scouts 12, mm-hmm. including the Orc... So the Dark Angels, the whole army scouts 12, and then the Orc Bite Death Star 12. So they're basically holding the center, and they all... They're all just lined up on their deployment yeah. line. And this is Vanguard Strike, FYI. That was... That's what we rolled for this game, God yeah. So they're halfway up the map before the game's even started. Yeah, and then... Game starts, they're in rapid fire range with everything. Mm-hmm. Riptide goes down to Plasma Talons. Yeah, those Plasma Talons, like, like, even... I, it was probably bad deployment of my Riptide and my Crisis Suits in that game. I yeah. should have put them behind the cover that we had and yeah. popped them out. Probably should mention this is both mine and Jason's first tournament. Yeah. <laughs> ever, like, since yeah. when we started playing in third edition. <laughs> but it was a good learning experience. Yeah, oh, I also fucked up... Uh, my deployment because I put all my stuff in the yeah, 60s. Yeah, yeah, so Desperate Allies yeah. rules apply to our army. So on our turn, my warriors get essentially pinned. They can't mm-hmm. do anything, which was very fortunate. It wasn't anything else. Yeah. Uh, but I was going to use those warriors as sacrificial uh, jink or uh, Overwatch eaters, mm-hmm. which that'll be our lo- rule lawyering for next time is like multiple units charging and how Overwatch how works. Because right. that came up, that was really complicated. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of big rules questions that game. Yeah. Well, during okay, so during this game, the first game. Yeah. Uh, you know what? I've had a uh, hammerhead, and I've used it with long strike for a few months now. Yeah. And I just can't. I never seem to like it. do a good job on it. But um, he did really well this tournament, and in the first game, he ended up taking out the battle wagon, which yeah, that's ended right. up killing a fair amount of the tank busters as well, and finishing off my jet bikes. That's true. Too. <laughs> a little friendly fire, but. <laughs> Oh, I killed the jetpack. No. Yeah. Jason killed the jetpack. And uh, it was awesome that you bought that flyer because in that first game when it came in, it wrecked house. The first time oh, you yeah. ever use it, 
put it on the table, it just wrecks Yeah, so flyers can fire four weapons turn, so I dropped all four missiles on the jet, on the uh, orc bikers yeah. and killed a ton of them. Yeah, killed a ton of them, really brought that huge squadron of bikes down. Yeah, which we needed to do then, yeah. although we didn't kill the guy cloak on mm -hmm. the objective, which was the point. Yeah. Um, my witches killed the attack bike, so yep. we killed two units total. That was the only... It was, it was, it was, yeah, well, the attack the bike and the battle one. Yeah, yeah, that's it, yeah. Well, I mean, we killed other models, but that didn't kill the units. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, man, I think a big problem with that first turn, at least, was I deployed horribly to start off. I should have really hidden my uh, my Riptide, my Crisis suits. right. Yeah, the our, we had line of sight completely. We had terrible deployment that yeah. game, and... Maybe it was a bit of nerves, you know? <laughs> uh, I will say, uh, my move of that match was uh, charging in the jet bikes against his knights. Mm-hmm. And then hit and running away from them onto the, onto objective, the objective that we needed just, to score. Yeah, just to get that victory. So that that was a nice move. So we, the game got cut off. Yeah. Um, so our round, I don't know how much time we had, but we finished two and a half turns. Yeah. So we like didn't that. get a third turn. So yeah. We in second. But uh, so it was a low scoring game. I think the final score was only oh well, it ended up being ten to two, but that's because we gave them the extra turn. Yeah, that's true. Um, but before that, it was a pretty close game. Yeah. Other than getting, like, victory points-wise. Other than getting almost tabled. Yeah, other than, you know, fuck Dark Angels. Yeah. It was a pretty good game. Cool. Well, the second game that we played. Yeah, so we were facing a just gorgeously painted pair of armies. So, Blood yeah. Angels and Sisters of Battle. Sisters had three rhinos carrying sister squads with Meltaguns in them. A, I think they're called Retributors. Essentially, the Sister Devastator squad with a lot of heavy bolters. The organ missile launcher. I want to say it's called the Exorcist, but I might be wrong. But that thing was awesome. I didn't realize. I thought that was just like decoration. And then when he told me who was firing from it, it just blew my mind. <laughs> Jay's like, just whatever you want to shoot, yeah. just go, man. Um, what else do we have? He had Celestine, which is like the saint, but she was deep striking and didn't even come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was about it. And the Blood Angels player. Had a librarian with squad devastators with plasma cannons. Eight. With an Aegis defense line. Yeah. And three tactical squads with Melta, Common Melta, Heavy Flamer, Combat Squatted. So two of those came in and, like, just aged. Well, they just landed right in my fire. Line. Yeah. And he also had. What else did he have? I think that's a. Philip and Pierre said. No, scouts. He had scouts. Oh, yeah, scouts. That's how we unlocked the things. Mm -hmm. Uh, that was about it, though. Yeah, I think so. I feel like, did he have a tank or a dreadnought? No. No, I don't think so, no. No, no Terminators, no Death Company or no. anything. But, uh, unfortunately, the Flyer didn't make it into that game. No, because that game, we only had two turns. Like, we even only less had, than like, an hour and a half to play that yeah, game. Yeah, that was, like that. which for 2,000, like, 2,000 points aside, and we're, like, you know, trying to talk and, like, yeah, strategize. Yeah, it was hard to do so, but, yeah, it didn't get into the game. Yeah. Um, luckily, the Riptide... Not getting killed in the first turn. It actually survived that whole game. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, it didn't die. It got rushed in the uh, at the beginning by all those drop pods coming in the fire line, but it ended yeah. up being able to jump out of there. Yeah. And uh, took out, basically, I overcharged a uh, a shot with the ion cannon, and I killed yeah. almost a whole squad of sisters. Oh, yeah. That was beautiful. So that ended up doing really well, because that helped you on that side of the board, too. Yeah. Because I didn't have a lot to deal with those sisters. I had my, like, five warriors. Mm -hmm. And you got to actually, like, tear it up with your army. For yeah, so I killed 
three units in combat. The bikes ate the uh, sisters' devastator squad. All kind of in the same quadrant of the of the map. Well, on the left flank, the bikes rolling up, kill the sisters, and then they charge the devastators mm-hmm. and almost took out the warlord, like the librarian. On the other flank, I got my uh, <laughs> oh god, yes, yeah, so the witches hop up on top of the ejector the scouts are holding. Mm-hmm. And eats, he tries to fire everything at you. Eats the entire army's shooting. Yeah, just jinking left, right. Yeah, side. so I managed. It took two hall points, including an immobilization assault. So he didn't even kill the fucking raider. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like everything shot at yeah. this. And then my witches get out and charge the scouts and just destroy yeah, them. Yeah. And then my venom, I uh, trashed it on some terrain. Because I immobilized yeah, it and I right. died. But it was okay. You were still in the area. Where yeah, so my guys out. hopped out in front of it and charged a sister squad and just decimated them mm-hmm. and ran them down. And yeah, so that was with the three units I killed. Mm-hmm. And it was working on the librarian. Um, so I can't remember if Longstrike died that game or not. I don't think so. I don't think he did. But the problem that I found was that he, like, I was trying to shoot at that big organ mm. tank. Or anything, really. I mean, my blast templates is against all space marines. It's not doing a whole lot. No, and so then low, the right? one tank that I could see was the organ one. Yeah. And my smart missile system that I had on it couldn't do anything to it. Yeah, like it was out of range. Or yeah. Anything. Yeah. So maybe I should have just gone with the pie plate on a group of sisters or something like that. And then yeah. So they're only toughness well. three, so you're making them yeah. a lot of armor. Yes. Yeah. Um. So my interceptor as well on the Riptide. I definitely... I learned how to use it the second... the third game. Yeah. In the second game, I fired at the first drop pod that came down. With and the I, squad that one of the combat squads yeah. with the Heavy Flamer. Yeah. And I managed to take out the Heavy Flamer, but maybe I shouldn't have fired it there because then I was kind of stuck with a bunch of Space Marines around me, yeah. which would have been awesome to fire a, a pie plate in there. Yeah. But instead, I fired an Interceptor. Yeah, and didn't really do too didn't much. Didn't really do too much. Couldn't shoot the next turn. So... so End of turn two, what we got is Jay's firebase holding our center deployment zone, getting just gutted. Yeah. But holding, hold, hold, holding ground. Yeah. And then me rolling up the two flanks. So, like, our center is collapsing, but I'm, like, killing so much stuff on yeah. the other side. It would have been interesting. Unfortunately, the game got stopped there, and we lost three to two, I think. Something. It was very It was three to two yeah. or four to two we ended up losing. But yeah. if it had continued on going... I don't know if we would have won. Like, they had, they had another drop pod coming in. coming in and the Saints, and we had the, the plane, they had the Aegeus quad gun, so... Yeah. Although, the guy manning it was locked in combat. Yeah, yeah. So they couldn't have fired it. I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. So we didn't end up winning that game. So we were 0-2. <laughs> yeah. And then... Uh, no, disheartened. Yeah. I'd like then, to mention at this point, fuck Dark Angels. Yeah, <laughs> multiple times. I think that's the slogan for this episode. Yeah. Um, but then game three, we ended up getting paired up with the other guy who had lost two games as well. Yeah, him and his girlfriend. Yeah. And uh, they were playing Necrons and, and Dark Angels. But not But not, not shitty. Stupid no. format. <laughs> not Dark Angels that made me want to flip the table yeah. in Rage. Well, the thing is, everyone brought tournament lists, which I guess I didn't really... I had no tournament experience, so I knew yeah. the tournament lists were good, but I didn't know they were well, that good. Like, I don't think the Sisters was like a tournament list. No, it list. wasn't, but it's a good army. It was a good army, but like, it, I don't think it was much, like, I think it was competitive with that was ours. A, that was a lot of power armor on the table. Yeah, but a lot of it was Toughness 3. Yeah. I, I think that game, we probably would have lost, but it would have been, that, I had a lot of fun that for the second game. Yeah, me too, yeah. 
So, like, I would have liked to play that out. We might have even squeaked. It, it's Males from War, so who knows what cards are Yeah, exactly. Are. But, yeah, in the third game. So, uh, this guy really brought there. Just kind of the same army list we have. The type you yeah. show up to, like, with a club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> on the weekend, right? Um, and we ended up winning this game. Yeah. Oh, so we should mention the second game was uh, their, the, the team for a second game was uh, When a Man Meets a Woman. That was their team name. That was their team name. And then this team was Gender Equality. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the woman playing was the only girl at the tournament, or the only woman at the tournament. Yeah. And, yeah. So she was running her, ne- or I'm pretty sure they were her boyfriend's Necrons, and then he was running Dark Angels with like a Deathwing contingent, like two Terminator squads, one of them Knights. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Ravenwing with a squad of bikes and a land speeder, and an interrogator chaplain with the Terminators. I think that was it. Yeah, I think that's it, yeah. And then uh, on the Necron side, a big unit of warriors and two big units of mortals, one of them with Tesla, one of them with Gauss, mm-hmm. a Annihilation Barge, a... The Flyer. Yep, Flyer's Doomsday Arc, and I think that was about it. That was it, yeah. The warlord was the chaplain, mm-hmm. and they had an overlord with the Tesla Immortals. Yeah. Yeah. So um, it was. This was Dawn of War deployment again, same as our second game. Mm-hmm. This game was a lot more even, though. Yeah. Oh, like, like just straight up, the whole game was very. Even. Yeah. Uh, sorry, the uh, Dark Angels player also brought a multi-melted dreadnought to draw pot. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Which died very quick. Yeah, it died pretty quick because he did put the that came in first. Yeah. And he put the draw pod. Right, right in our line. in the middle, and... Yeah, so we got a card that's like, you need to secure your uh, deployment zone, make sure mm-hmm. there's no enemy units, and I'm like, okay, well, Talos is going to go eat the drop pod, because he's hitting all map, the only yeah. vehicle. And your jet bikes are going to... Jet bikes, Hammer of Wrath at strength 6, rending into the rear of the Dreadnought. Dreadnought yeah. So he just stood no chance, especially yeah. with the objectives that we drew. I think I also knocked a hull point off with the Heat Lances. Mm-hmm. And then... We just... It was close, it was a fun game, but like we were, I feel like we were steadily winning. Yeah, well, the beginning of the game, we, like that first turn, we did great amount of damage to him. Yeah. Uh, the Riptide um, overcharged its Ion Cannon again, yeah, and took basically out. took out the whole squad of just the regular, the, the, what's the regular? Warrior, oh, uh, warriors, just about warrior. half maybe, not, but it was a big unit, like. Oh, well, it was a good amount that got taken oh, out. Oh, okay. Um... Yeah, you tore it up in close combat again, man. Those <laughs> those jet bikes just wrecked house that game. And then, uh, so his bike unit came down on right flank, and I countered with the NQB and Lord. So first turn, get in there, uh, mess them up. They all die. And then, like, a turn or two later, I remember I forgot to roll for the Digit Blade, because on one, it rebels, yeah. and my Archon takes a wound. So I'm like, oh, I should do that. You know, friendly game. Yeah. And, like, we're both at the bottom rung. And, like, Even okay. though some of those other people weren't being too friendly. But oh, no. But I'm yeah. like, you know what? Fuck it. I want to roll with this. Yeah. Get a one. Guy takes a wound. Loses a shadow field. <laughs> Get in combat again with regular Terminators who deep struck in the second turn right in our front. Right mm-hmm. in our face. Yeah. Wipe them out with the NKB. Then, you know, guy stabs himself again. So he's again. down. To, he's down, My lord is down to one wound. By himself. Never taken a hit. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he brought in Deathwing Knights with the Chaplain and the regular Deathwing Command. It was Deathwing Command Squad, kitted out with weapons and shit. And they came in and we just shot the shit out of them and took out a good number. A good number, but the turn after they came. Oh, you also um, pie played them with Interceptor. Yeah, Deathwing I got them with Knights. Interceptor. Yeah. I think I killed two of them on yeah, the Interceptor. Yeah, Yeah, it was a really good Interceptor shot. So, so I actually kind of learned how to use it the second time yeah. around. <laughs> oh, so. 
which is charge the Deathwing Knights, gets like the, oh yeah, so he blows up the raider that like stormed down the middle, taking objective. Raider dies, half the witches go with it. Mm-hmm. Witches next turn charge the Deathwing Knights. Now anyone who doesn't know Dark Elder, which is actually a decent target because yeah. in close combat they have a four up invul, and usually they'll feel no pain depending on what turn it is. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, okay, this is pretty good. I might get lucky and kill one, but even if I just hold them off, it's keeping the knights away from Jay's lines. Mm-hmm. Didn't work that way. <laughs> so a bunch of witches died, and then the two remaining fell back. And then later on, he char- there's at this point, like he shoots one, and then he charges the last remaining witch, and she holds him up for like three rounds. Yeah, 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 before finally just can't, she out, won't yeah. die. Mm-hmm. Like shame fist hit things. it. Yeah, oh, it was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the Deathwing Knights, I charge with the bikes, two rounds of combat, and then I try to uh, hit and run, roll six, so mm-hmm. I fail my initiative test, and I'm stuck in there with one bike, mm-hmm. and Jay's guys are all lined up ready to with shoot. With no Ethereal, because the Ethereal ended up running oh, off, yeah. and then in like the first or second turn, the Ethereal yeah. ran off with the oh, fire. Oh, yeah, and then the Knights... Uh, made the Riptide run out, but they charged them. Yeah, and then the jet bikes came in. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, so the jet fighter comes in turn three, launches all the missiles at the immortals, immortals and just takes out a shit ton of them. Yeah, he did some like, There were like time. four left. Mm-hmm. And, and then the, the Talus came in and finished them off. Yeah. yeah. I think a, a big part of the game was, uh, very end, I think it was turn five. Um, my Pathfinders were at half range of the... Uh, Terminators. Of the, well, no, of the chaplain yeah. himself, right, of his warlord. And that uh, strength six AP one man just wrecked house on. Yeah. Him. Oh, those I I love those rare six shots. So good. Six shots at fifteen inches. Yeah. Fucking uh, strength six AP one. That's yeah. Pretty nice shots. The other thing too is we were getting so the mission we were playing. Well, I don't remember what it was called, but it was the one where you can't discard secure objective cards. Blank. Yeah. And. You can you steal only, your Yeah, you only score them at the end of the game turn, and your opponents can take it. Yeah. And your crew were sitting on objective two, and both us and the other guy were drawing, drawing two. Yeah, two. Yeah. I mean, we got a bunch of other. Objectives. Yeah, those crews held their ground well in that forest that the objective was in, and they just uh, there was a unit, another unit of mortals that the crew were just firing, trading at. fire like, like between it, 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 it was a good, It was a good like three turn. Yeah. Shoot like shooting battle. And yeah. He decided because I kept picking guys off slowly, and he couldn't take. It. Yeah, she just out. like pulled them back. She just pulled them back. Yeah. Yeah. Onto another objective. Yeah. So uh, let's go over the. Um, who do you think is the most valuable model in the model uh, in or the unit tournament? or unit unit? Yeah. Um. Okay. No, I just pick one. Okay, I'm gonna say multiple. I'm gonna say Reavers because they did a lot of damage. I think they were like my number one. Yeah. Uh, honorable mention Jetfighter because they was, did awesome. Yeah. And the witches. For that last game where they just held up the Terminator. <laughs> the one witch held up the Terminator. Yeah. Um, and, they, and they killed half the units that we killed in the first game. They took out that attack bike. That was half our kill points. We'll, we'll get back to that after. <laughs> I have something to counter that with. But uh, I thought you were going to say the the Razor Ring. Okay. Um, because you, it was the first time you had ever played it after you bought yeah. it. And it did very well. Um and I thought I was going to surprise you by picking the Reavers, but I also picked the Oh, Reavers. nice. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. Every game, that unit just was clutch, man. And I told you when you were setting up your list, you have to keep this. You have to have the two uh, cluster. Cluster Caltrops. Yeah, on there. Which. That D6 
hammer of rats for yeah. two of them. So you have two d six hammer of rats. That's rent six rending. Yeah, yeah, man, that will, that unit fucking wrecked that. Oh, it's good that I got the six model yeah. in the mail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Day before the tournament, go check the mail. Oh, thank God, I can yeah, run this. Yeah. I had a backup list and everything. Okay. Uh, so who is your least valuable player? Uh, you go first this time. Um, it's probably something on my side. Maybe the ethereal. <laughs> um, yeah. But you said your witches honorable like honorable mention. Ian could not charge for the life oh my of Christ. during this tournament, and one of the reasons, like I mean, we weren't going to beat that our Dark Angels that first army, but there was like so many clutch moments where they needed to get into combat. I failed three charges, and they all my almost my whole army is fleet. Yeah. So three important <laughs> charges all failed. So. I don't know whether I should nominate uh, your rolling charges or the witches as least valuable. Okay, I'll, I'll nominate my Incubi, including the Lord, because he failed a bunch of charges and also stabbed himself. Stabs himself twice. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So, what are your final thoughts on like your first tournament? This is both of our first tournaments. Um. So first, first you've been playing a long time too. So to say that you've been playing a long time and you've never been to a tournament, I'd like yeah. to know what the like the experienced players. Okay, on a I've played leagues before, so it's not like I haven't played competitive 40k. Yeah. And actually, the first league I played in, I was running my Dark Elder and I actually won. And then the second league I played in, I played my Blood Angels, came dead last. So we <laughs> both ends of the spectrum. Uh, also, I should, we should mention we met our goal. Our goal was to win Our goal one was game. just to win one game, and we did it. Unfortunately, yeah. I feel, I feel kind of on the fence about that goal because... We played two. Well, we played one very competitive list. Yeah. That we got absolutely stomped. Yeah. Played another one, which was a very well-made list. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like one of those super competitive. It wasn't cheesy. It, wasn't it was cheesy. good, but it wasn't cheesy. Yeah. And we did all right, but we still lost, and we were yeah. probably going to end up losing that game. Yeah. And then we played the team. The fight. The like the game that we did win mm-hmm. was against armies that he was like us. He just brought an army and yeah. get like super competitive or anything. That, and right? also, like, his girlfriend, I, I don't know, maybe she plays, but she, she doesn't know, the, didn't know the rules. Yeah, 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 So, uh... Like, there was one funny point, it's like, hey, are you gonna jinx? She's like, I don't even know what that means. Yeah. <laughs> we're all laughing. So, like, not at her, like, but, he, her. but he knew what he was doing. But yeah, so I feel yeah. like we did get our goal of winning one game, but that wasn't the type of opponent that I wanted to get that win on, you know? Yeah, it was sort of like, okay, we're both at the bottom rung, let's yeah. just have a fun game. And it was and really it was fun. Really fun. Like, that was the best game of the day, yeah. Yeah, and he said the same thing. Yeah. So, what was your final thoughts? Um, if I play in another tournament... I'd have to either... I, I don't know. I, competitive 40k right now is not doing it for me. Mm-hmm. Like, having to deal with the, like, dirty-ass formations yeah. and, like, crazy power units. Also, moral victory, no one brought Eldar. Yeah, wow, <laughs> I was really surprised. Jay was the only Tau player. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm not a big fan of... I'm not a big fan of the tournament 40k. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I was playing... Was it because of attitudes of other players, or was it just because no, it's you like, just didn't find the games fun because people brought crazy good lists? Yeah, I don't like the crazy formations that do ridiculous things. Yeah, yeah. Like, that really turns me off. It's like, a two-up re-rollable champion. Yeah. You're fucking kidding me. Yeah. So, like, not to say that any of our opponents were bad. They were all awesome. Yeah, yeah. No, everyone was great. Everyone yeah. we played were great people. But, like, I don't want to have to deal with... So, like, okay, that unit is unbeatable, and it just took out a Riptide. Like, yeah. oh, great. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I'm not feeling it. If it, there was, like, a lot of restrictions, 
then maybe I'd be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Like, just saying you can bring one combined arms detachment. Mm-hmm. But that's not what the game is right yeah, now. Yeah, that's not what it is. Right now, so, Warhammer is all about, like, customizing and making the best army that you can make, no matter if it's unbound or anything like that. For, yeah, for, um, definitely for at one point when, competitive. At one point when the Tau were the only synergistic yeah, now army, it seems like now, everything. what's is. the best synergistic list you can make? Yeah, so... Not a big fan at that. Like coming away from this tournament, not a big fan of competitive forty k, but especially I was. The Highlander rules with the dedicated transports, I felt like that left a really shitty taste in my mouth. Would you play another tournament like this one, like a like a local store tournament um, with regular rules? So like no no Highlander no and no doubles. Yeah, knowing already how tournament lists are. Probably not. No. Like, I mean, okay, if I want to... Uh, tournaments aren't just about winning, but, like, if I want to go and get a couple of games in, meet some people, check out a new store, yeah. like, sure. And I'll try and craft the best list I have, but with the model, I'm not going to go out and buy, like, you know, a Wraith Knight formation mm-hmm. ally and... Like the, dark, like the Dark Angels army that we faced was completely unpainted, just freshly built. Like, he, yeah. he found a really good tournament list and bought all the stuff and just put it together just yeah. so we could play a really good list, right? Like, I don't, I don't have the time, money, or will to do something yeah. like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, there was a good Dark Elder formation, like, five Taluses. I don't want to go out and buy four more Taluses. Yeah, yeah. Like, what, $200 just to be competitive Is in it Talus or Tali? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah uh, secondly I, I just want to say that Highlander formation with the like uh, multiple dedicated troop transports mm-hmm. that that I didn't even come out and say it, that really pissed me off because I posted on the group hey I want to bring these two Venoms mm-hmm. I laid out like two elite Venoms they said no you can't do it and they did not explain about bringing troop Venoms mm-hmm. like if they had uh, I don't know, because maybe I could have brought the Venom as a fast attack and just the racks on foot. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm glad I didn't, because the flyer is awesome. I'm glad I bought it. But, like, I don't know. We show up, and there's people running. Mall. It didn't feel that Highlander-ish. Yeah, yeah. It's like four Venom. We didn't play that army, thank God. Mm-hmm. That's fucking awful. Yeah, yeah. So, I Well, they ended up winning the tournament, too. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, I wouldn't play a Highlander tournament at that store again with those rules. Okay. Uh, and I... I'd maybe play another tournament, period. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Right on. Um, yeah, for me, man, I, uh, it was my first tournament, especially coming, like, my first tournament ever, and first tournament in, like, the Recently five, like, like back. five months coming yeah. back, right? And I haven't even played that many games since coming back. Yeah. But I wanted to throw myself in there. I really want to see, I like competitive play, man, especially in, like, um, like, tabletop games. Mm-hmm. I love competitive play. Um... Not so much because I'm, like, I really want to win. Yeah. I just enjoy the game more. The game becomes more serious. And -hmm. it's still fun. Like, I still have fun in every single game, even when I'm getting stomped. That's not my mindset, man. My mindset isn't, I need to become, I need to be first. Mm -hmm. My mindset is, it's going to be a more competitive game. Yeah. Than just when, you know, we played one game when you were playing your Dark Eldar. And I was playing my Orcs. And I'm just like, I'm throwing everyone at you no matter if you're going to, like, even if it's a dumb move. Like, that's my mindset. No, I like switching it up sometimes and playing a more competitive game. With that being said, my list and what I own right now is not competitive at all. Okay, but I feel like you you play competitively on the table, but you don't build dirty lists. Yeah. Like, you could have brought way more marker lights and, like, a stim-injected Riptide and yeah. stuff. 
Like, but I feel like that's not what you want to do. You want to build a force that you like and mm-hmm. then play competitively with with that. it. Yeah, which maybe it doesn't work out. Um, but that doesn't mean that I can't eventually buy stuff where I can play the two styles, where I can play my list that, of the stuff that I have that is fun to play. Yeah, and the one that's I guess cheap. Yeah, but I could. I, I and correct me if I'm wrong. I couldn't see you going out and buying two more Riptides. No, I wouldn't buy two more Riptides, but buying like a. Oh. I want to buy a squadron of. Uh, Battle of broadsides, anyways. But you know, well, I mean that level of cheese. Though. Yeah, well, I want to eventually get a Grey Knight's Army too, right? So, not who's to say I'm not going to play Tau competitively? Yeah, that's true. To, be, mean, on, to be honest, from what I've seen, I don't think Tau is like today proved that Tau. I don't think is that competitive compared to some of the fucking formations. Yeah, nowadays, that's true. Right? Like, I mean, all I hear is people complain about the Riptide, 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 Riptide. But man, that Riptide. Would have like three riptides would have gotten destroyed in most of those games. Yeah. Right. Well, so it's a thousand points. It's, a well, it's only a thousand points, and, you know, and it's Highlander. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, in any tournament, I think that some with some of these formations that I've seen today, in just a Highlander tournament. Yeah. To play in a regular tournament, it can only be worse. Yeah. Well, we'll see what the. I mean, by the time this episode drops, the new tile codex might even be out. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, exactly. That. But um, I I would play in another tournament. I I enjoy it yeah. and. Maybe in future armies, I'll play in tournaments, and I'll even—I don't mind paying money to play a few games, man. Yeah. So I'd probably play weekend tournaments and stuff yeah. like that, just for the sake of playing. I, I had fun, but I found it pretty frustrating at times. So. Cool, yeah. man. Well, that was the tournament. Yeah. Cool. So, so X-Men, awesome store. I—I want to go there again. Definitely. They do—they do X-Men night, so I want to go to uh, X-Men again, man. And great staff. Everyone there. Oh was yeah. Super friendly, yeah. Man. Absolutely. Super, super friendly. All right. Uh, we'll take a quick break and come back. You're listening to Longsighted. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, we are back with Warhammer and Whiskey. Yeah. Cheers. <laughs> so, cheers, man. So, each episode, we are going to purchase a new bottle of whiskey. I wonder how many episodes we can go before we run out of whiskey to buy. Oh, that oh, we'll just switch to another liquor. <laughs> I, I don't think that's possible. So, um, Especially if we include, like, scotch and bourbon and stuff. Start branching out. <laughs> um, so, this week, we are drinking Canadian Club Small Batch. It's a classic 12-year. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to read you the label. Why not, sure. right? Yeah. <laughs> you read fucking rules earlier. <laughs> I'm going to read a whiskey label. So, the classic 12 years. Canadian Club small batch whiskeys are carefully crafted with the same attention to detail used more than 150 years ago. Y'all want to fucking stop right there, man. 150 years. That's a fucking long time ago. And they're still keeping that like tradition. Of you know where Canadian Club... Uh, distillery is? No. Windsor. It, I was going to say because the river is right there. Yeah. I don't know if there's another one, but Windsor is yeah. one of them. Yeah. Which Almost smells like yeast. <laughs> That's better than some of the areas in Windsor smells. Hey, oh! Hell, happened. What? Okay, so continuing. To this day, our small volume whiskey distillation <laughs> continues to rely on traditional pot stills and our finest hand-selected barley malts to provide a velvety, creamy finish. I don't know, you've been glugging that away. Does it have a velvety, creamy finish? I think so, yeah. Yeah, you think so? (laughs) We blend spirit from each of our premium grains prior to aging to allow their flavors to marry. I like that, to marry. (laughs) That's that's way better than blend, which I think they say afterwards. Um, (laughs) Marry. That's it. I like that, man. (laughs) 
So our flavor is to marry and then age the blended spirit for 12 years in char-treated oak barrels. Shut up. So does it taste as good as it sounds? I don't know. They talk it out pretty well. But <laughs> I will say I one like thing. It. It's like the, the strongest whiskey I think I've ever smelled. Really? Like, oh, like as you really tip back to drink, yeah. if you get that whiff, whew, that's strong. Yeah. I will also say this was made in Walkerville, Ontario, Canada, which is a uh, suburb of Windsor. Oh, right on. Right so, by my house. Yeah, there you go. So you're Actually, right, right. But you know what? Whereas, like, as strong as it smells, when you get that smell, you think it's going to be, oh, you're going to kick back after you take a sip yeah. of it. No, man, it is smooth. What did they say? It was velvety and creamy. <laughs> no, it is, man. Yeah. No, uh, good. You think you'd drink that again? You'd buy another bottle of that? This is the second time I bought it, so yeah. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know you had it before. <laughs> you're defeating the whole purpose of this. Well, we had the calling uh, one before. Oh, that's true. I guess that's true. Cool, man. Uh, Jay, if, if we're going to have a whiskey we've never had before, it's going to limit down our options a lot. <laughs> there you go. Especially with So we're only man. doing another two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, so, yeah, this has been Warhammer and Whiskey. And remember, it's not Warhammer unless your white girl wears it. Alright, so this is uh, our Beyond the Rim segment where we talk about other games other than Warhammer 40k. Mm -hmm. So uh, feel free if you don't want to listen to us. Turn it off. <laughs> well, don't turn it off, but we're not going to be talking about 40k anymore. No, we're going to go into conclusion, but that's about it. So, um, Yeah, I mean, if we're talking about, I think for the most, for the main segments, it could be a 40k related game. That's true, like yeah. Inquisitor, Dark Heresy, that is true, yeah, yeah. Cause I'd love to get back into Inquisitor. Yeah, me too. No, Inquisitor 28, but... Yeah, you want to do 28 millimeters. Yeah, well, 54 millimeters. Anyway, this is non-40k now. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Beyond the Rim, full credit where credit's due, is a adventure supplement for Star Wars Edge of the Empire, which is a new role-playing game by Fantasy Flight Games. Mm -hmm. Uh, which actually I've played through Beyond the Rim. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Right on. We burned down a whole fucking planet. <laughs> Speaking the ship. of X-Wing, there's actually a new, like, co-op campaign that's been made. It's a fan-made campaign. Mm -hmm. um, I don't, I think it's actually, it was made here in Ontario, like in Toronto. The guy that created the campaign yeah. uh, posts on Toronto 40K. Mm -hmm. um, I forget what his name is. Oh, uh, there it is. Jo Josh Dirksen. Uh, yeah. He seems pretty active in like the well, obviously if you wrote a campaign, <laughs> you're, probably, <laughs> you're so. pretty active in the Toronto X-wing community. Yeah. Um, it's called Heroes of the Atari Cluster, and uh, if you go to uh, the website dockingbay416.com, you can download it. Um, yeah, it's a 15 mission fan-made campaign for X-wing, so you can have up to six rebel players, each with their own ship, acting as a squadron and battle against the an AI-controlled empire. So I guess it kind of has a zombie side feel, which is a game I love. Yes, I love side, yeah. I love like cooperative tabletop games, man. Yeah, uh, I definitely think this is trauma because four one six is the area code. That is true. Yeah, yeah there you go. <laughs> Why would I not pick that up? Um, but yeah, man, if you're looking for to kind of change up X Wing, it's awesome that you get to play against someone else. But yeah. imagine playing with your friends, man. All those guys that you always play against. Imagine you teaming up cool. as rebels, each flying an yeah. X Wing or whatever you want to fly. Well, it, like campaigns. I'd always be down to do this, Jay, because I got a shit ton of rebel ships. Yeah, so. Well, I have one X Wing, so it works out. Yeah. <laughs> So last weekend, after we recorded, the next day we went to Meeple Mart and Jay picked up the starter set and a TIE Phantom, which is like the cloaking one. Yeah, the one that can up. cloak, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I picked up K-Wing, which just came out, so. Mm -hmm. um, I will say, I want to give a shout out to Meeple Mart. I don't know if I did in the first episode, but hey, in the second one too, 
Uh, Mule Mart is on Spadina, just south of Dundas. Mm-hmm. It's like in the basement of this building. It's basement and of TD Bank, I think. Is that what it is? Yeah. Or and like the TD Bank's in the building. Yeah, but this store is amazing, man. Their prices yeah. are phenomenal. It's a great community that goes and plays there. And uh, yeah, man, I think I was able to pick up the starter set for like 38 bucks. Yeah, around that. And it was and, really cheap. Yeah, so I think under, it was like just over 50 bucks to get into the game completely. Yeah, they have a website that they, so it's, it's they sell online too mm-hmm. through a web store. Yeah. And they're in-store prices are like they beat everyone I, got, I get like 20 bucks off on almost any 40k stuff that I yeah buy. no it's great if I end up moving Toronto that's going to become my main store yeah um, but yeah uh, so I bought the starter set because it was always a game that I was interested in but uh, had never really mm-hmm. had the opportunity I didn't just want to like buy a starter set and show up at a gaming group being like hey guys can you teach me the game yeah um, but luckily you were in town so we played a yeah, few rounds so uh the starter set comes with rules, where like very basic rules. We did a game like that with like no special almost rules. nothing. Yeah, yeah, just like how to fly, how to shoot. Yeah, and then we added in like all the special abilities, like focus target lock, and then we did a third game where like we built fleets mm-hmm. and uh, like added in all the pilot cards and yeah. stuff. And uh, I like, I mean, I'm assuming most people who listen to this don't know Jason personally, but he picks up games really quick. So stop tooting my horn. Yeah. <laughs> well, this has been an aside. I remember when we were playing chess as kids once, and like I destroyed you the first two games, and the third game just came back. <laughs> like holy shit! Like yeah. So yeah, man. Well, X-wing is the thing I love about it, man. It's like super simple. Yeah. Like it, it has like so many levels and so much meta to it, and you can like it is one another one of those games like 40k has become, where it's like here's the units that you can have. Mm-hmm. Just try and make like the most synergistic, awesome ones yeah. that you can make, and that's how competitive play is. And I want to get into playing competitive X Wing. Yeah. Just one week of playing it, I want to play competitive, man. Yeah, like how many games have you played? Like four or five at this point. You're just hooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was too when I got. Mm-hmm. I had to keep myself from buying more stuff today at X Planet. Yeah, uh, I first got into it because I got my roommate the starter set. Actually, a couple of my buddies got my roommate the starter set, and I just after that went online just ordered shit like the first month I probably got like six shirts yeah 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 so I mean the way that I'm thinking about playing the way I want to go is cause I don't know I like my armies like any uh, game that I play like mm-hmm. my Tau it has kind of a theme uh, a way that I want to play it right yeah um, all games are like that so I'm playing Empire and I'm thinking I want to go TIE Swarm very classic mm-hmm. some people think it's a little cheesy because you kind of like almost max out the amount of pilots that you can get, like as many guys. Yeah, stuff, yeah. But um, I don't think I want to go like full time tie swarm. Like fucking, I saw one list that was like eight just basic academy, academy pilots. pilots yeah. Right. I don't like that. But maybe like uh, four or five regular ties. Yeah. And then if I have points, fit something else in. Yeah. Um, like I have that Phantom too. Maybe yeah. Mix that in there or something like that. Yeah. I want you to get the Punisher. I want to see that on the table. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't mind having that just to play. It would be nice to run like a bomber list as well. Yeah. I saw a nice bomber list that was at a tournament um, that was three bombers, and there's one bomber that if he's in like range one of other mm-hmm. guys, they get to something to do with like re-rolls with their secondary attacks. So you put yeah, them with Yeah, and they get the extra dice or yeah, something. Yeah, something like that, right? So it's like you just have a torpedo line, right, yeah. flying around together, and then two academy pilots with that. Um, that's kind of cool. I wouldn't mind trying that out. Yeah. But it's also good to learn how to like. I want to learn how to fly formation better. That's what. That's yeah. my goal in every game that I, of X Wing that I play right now. Is like how I don't mess up formation if I don't have to. Right. I really fix how to d- just game. gave up on formation <laughs> flying. <laughs> like ships just 
bouncing off each other, hitting asteroids. Yeah. <laughs> I am a little hesitant to uh, to like buy more of the tie blisters because they just announced the new starter set coming out. Yeah, that and looks I've badass. Seen, I've seen like they've already there's been snapshots of the models and, and of the cards. cards that come with them, and I really, 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 really like the new tie fighters. Yeah, and that new X wing that's coming out with it looks awesome. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, I'm thinking maybe <laughs> I know you need some of the you need more like dice and and tokens. Yeah, I'm gonna pick like up the new starter set when it comes available. Or yeah, you know, and I'll buy those TIE Fighters off here. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, I want to get more X-Wing games in. And the crazy thing, X-Wing is so popular right now, man. Like, Fan Expo yeah. is happening this weekend as we're recording this, and they have, like, X-Wing tournaments at Fan Expo. Yeah. Which I never thought, like, I would the, see. Like, they do, they do some tabletop stuff, but I never thought I would see, like, the X-Wing. 40K there. I, they don't do 40K, I don't think so. Oh, shit. <laughs> Um, yeah, man. I want to buy more stuff, get a lot more X Wing games in. I want There's a huge X Wing community in Toronto, man. Once they're just like doing my rounds, just yeah. being that guy that shows up and gets demolished just so I can learn more. Oh, yeah. Right? That's how you do it. Yeah. So, yeah. I um, My next thing for X Wing starter set, and then I told my roommate if he gets the Imperial Raider, I'm going to get the uh, Tantive. Nice. That's so, a sick I, like, ship, yeah. I don't mind playing competitively for X-Wing. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm not bad. And yeah, I yeah. have fun, but, like, I really want to start doing, like, big games of X-Wing. Big games. I saw um, Mini Two, Wargaming had a 300-point uh, game. Yeah. Which was just, like, so cool to see, man. Like, yeah. you see Armada, and the appeal to Armada is, like, the amount of ships that are on the field. Yeah. To see a 300-point game is, like... But Armada is almost, like, too small because it becomes kind of like 40K where it's, like, so many small ships. Mm-hmm. Seeing a 300-point game of X-Wing is awesome, man. you got yeah. a big ship with fucking, like, like six other ships flying around it. Like, yeah. it really feels like you've captured that that moment inside a battle around a Star Destroyer yeah. or around a... Well, not a Star Destroyer. Yeah, a Star Destroyer. It's like a small Star Destroyer. That's right, mini yeah. Star Destroyer. But you have a... a you have that snapshot of that battle around a, a large capital ship yeah. or something. Oh, I, did I tell you I did that? Like, I played, my guy brought, got, my friend got the Imperial Raider. I played. Oh, that's right, yeah, yeah. Uh, My regular list, which is Dash Rendar and Kalen Farlander, a B Wing, mm-hmm. we like kitted out. And then I brought like a bunch of little fighters and Luke and stuff. So I had about six ships on the table versus his Raider. Mm-hmm. And I'll call him out, right? I won't name him, but like fucking guy thought he could bring a free tie advance with his Raiders or something. Oh, just because it comes with the package. That's what he thought. So it's like, <laughs> I don't know. He said someone told him, and I'm like, okay, whatever. And I didn't question him. Then, like, halfway through the game after I'm trying to kill this tie advance, so I didn't start on the Raider. Mm-hmm. So why? What's the rule? Give me that. And we couldn't find it. And then afterwards, I'm talking to my roommate. He's like, no, that's not true. <laughs> anyway, but I mean, it was a learning game. We fucked up a lot of the rules with the Raider. Yeah, but yeah, that yeah. thing is Dirty. Yeah, is it, yeah. You can fire like six times in a turn. Oh, really? Yeah. If it has enough energy, yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, it would be. It'd be neat to get a large ship eventually, but those large ships are fucking pricey, man. Like, so a hundred bucks. Yeah, really like with I like, a discount. I like X Wing because I got into the game for like under fifty bucks or just over fifty bucks. Yeah. And now think that like, oh, they've got me hooked, and now I have to spend a hundred dollars on one ship. It's fucking massive. But well, there's no point if you want to play competitively because you can't use it. You can't use it in a yeah. competitively game, yeah, yeah. but it'd still be nice to have. Yeah. Maybe I'll just make friends with someone who has one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I think that's it, though. Yeah, so... For, uh, for gaming-wise. Quick break, and we come back and... So, you 
you've been listening to The Wrong Side of the Maelstrom, and we're just about to finish up the show. Yeah, man. No, it was good to talk about tournaments, uh, hobby progress. Maybe went on a little too long, but uh, we got a lot of progress ahead of us. But I think both of our armies are going to be pretty sick in the end. Yeah, I'm excited. And, uh, yeah, man. Got to talk about the tournaments and uh, our impressions on them and everything. It was, it was yeah. awesome, man. And we had an awesome X-Wing talk at the end there. Yeah. So I set up the Facebook page. It will be populated by the time this releases. Um, it's facebook.com slash maelstrom, all one word. So check it out. We'll be mm. posting stuff up there, pictures. and Yeah, man. And you know, if, you're on, if you're on Facebook, check out uh, check out some of the places that we've been visiting. Yeah, so... Like, uh, X-Planet in Mississauga. Maple Mart in Toronto. Uh, Dueling Grounds. And Dueling Grounds is also, also yeah. like an awesome place in Toronto to go yeah. play. Lauren Dufferin. Lauren Dufferin, yeah, yeah. It's an awesome uh, area too. Games so Workshop. Young and Lawrence. Young Lawrence awesome store. guys. Great staff. Man. Uh, They'll help you out with anything you need, man. If you're in Windsor, uh, Brimstone Games on Walker Road just south of the EC Row. Yeah, man. And you know store. If you're listening to this and you go on the Facebook page or whatever, man, you'll recommend us stores in the GTA or even like the uh, like Southern Windsor, Toronto, like Windsor or Windsor, area, Detroit man. area. Yeah. Uh, we want to check out new stores, man. We want to get into that gaming community yeah. and meet all you guys. So uh, um, give us a shout out on Facebook. Tell yeah. us where you want us to visit. I'm always looking for a new game. I'm a student, so I just want to play all Duck Out of Clot. That's not true. <laughs> no, it's definitely true. <laughs> <laughs> he has an addiction, people. <laughs> yeah, so uh, yeah. Fix, get my fix for 40k. So. <laughs> yeah, man, I'm always down to meet new, new people in the community. Yeah, so send us a message on the Facebook page and uh, we'll get it. And yeah, if you want to get in, I'm wrapping up the current campaign I'm working on and we'll be starting a new one probably December or January. Sweet, man. So. Maybe do it in Windsor and Toronto. That'd be sick. Oh, that would be sick. Yeah. Um, also, next week, um, we're going to talk about uh, starting a new army and how you can go about that and even like encourage like how if someone new to the game would start up a new army. Yeah. Um, I got fresh experience coming back to the game starting up a new army and I'm looking at starting a Grey Knights army. So yeah. maybe we'll we'll see if I've started it next time yeah. we next and, time um, we do this. I've got about six thousand points of Blood Angels, but like that was a project that I planned out in yeah. advance. Yeah. 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 And uh yeah and we're gonna do rule lawyering again and we're gonna talk about multiple units and how like a multiple charge and how Overwatch works. Yeah, so multiple units charging the same unit and how Overwatch works. Yeah. I was always told the first unit that charges in gets the Overwatch, but that might not be totally accurate. So we're gonna break it down for you guys. That came up in our tournament. I think the first game was so like we didn't get many turns in because we had so many because yeah, we had so many rules to check. Yeah. yeah. And uh, you know if you guys have any questions that you want to ask, any rules that you want to be loyal lawyered uh send it to the facebook page man we we need more suggestions we have a few that we want to look at but yeah yeah man you guys can put in your input and not only that you know read up on the multiple charge overwatch and yeah maybe check you it have out. a contradicting opinion that you can post yeah, on for sure well. uh dissenting opinion as we say a lot <laughs> um i'm also gonna set up an email it'll, uh i'll post it on the facebook when it's set up so probably by the time this drops it'll be up there sweet man um, and eventually, I want to get a bl- website with a blog. That'd be awesome. So, yeah. yeah. I don't think we're going to do forums, though. It's a lot of work for... <laughs> yeah. I'm too lazy. Yeah. And it's like, awesome about that computer literate. <laughs> yeah. You, like, your computer just died. And you don't <laughs> yeah. it. My laptop just died. I don't know if I told you oh, that. Oh, yeah. Totally yeah. Right. I still on my desktop, though. Right so. Uh Yeah. So, we're not quite sure how often this is going to come out. We're going to aim for twice a month, I think. I think bi-weekly is good, Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it kind of work, will work out depending on our schedules because we're four hours away from each other. But, yeah. Yeah. Right on, man. Good. Well, I'm Jason. And I'm Ian. And uh, catch you on the wrong side of the maelstrom.
and fuck Dark Angels. Fuck Dark Angels. (laughs) 